0: Welcome back to the show, this is Braving the Night, my name is Jake Atwood, and I just want to give you all a warm welcome, and uh, I do put in parentheses, warm, it is a bit chilly out there, here in the Bangor, Maine area, we are sitting at one degree with a real feel of negative 23, so it's a little bit chilly out there, but wherever you're at, whether you're at work, or if you're driving in the car, if you're at home after a long day of work or you know, just getting settled down for the day and the kids are in bed, you know, cozy up, put your headphones on, you know, turn the volume up a little bit, sit back and enjoy the show. Tonight's show, uh, we'll be talking about Psalm 46. And so if this is your first time listening to the broadcast, uh, we air every Saturday night at 9 p.m. You can hear us on all the major platforms, Apple Podcasts, um Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and uh, you can listen to our downloads on bravingthenight.com. And uh, you can check us out on Facebook at Braving the Night Podcast. Uh, give us a like, let us know what you think. Um, but as far as uh, tonight's show, friends, you know, we're just going to kind of nestle up to God. Uh, we're just going to kind of just slow down, get a little intimate with God sit back enjoy his presence and we're just going to reflect on his goodness tonight's song is by Rivers and Robots kind of a wild name huh Rivers and Robots uh, the song is called Refuge and uh, you know the the guy that heads up that band um, a lot of his songs when he writes his lyrics they come out of the Psalms and uh they are just really well written. Um, I think he's a younger guy when he at least when he first started recording and I heard about him probably five or six years ago. Um, a buddy of mine listened to his music and um, I've been a fan ever since. but the name of the song is called My Refuge and uh, you know he takes the lyrics um, out of Psalm 46 and uh the lyrics go something like this though the seas may rage and earth may shake i don't have to be afraid though the mountains move into the sea you're a steadfast, steadfast rock beneath my feet god my rock and god my strength though kingdoms fall and seasons fade your steadfast love will never change those who call upon your name they will not be put to shame you're my rock You're my strength. I will take my refuge under the shadow of your wings, O God. I will take my refuge under the shadow of your wings, O God. When anxious thoughts take hold of me, I remember you're the Prince of Peace. You're my place and rest and my escape. Father, you will be my hiding place. You're my refuge, God. Oh, you're my refuge, God my deliverer, Lord, I turn to you, Lord, you are with me, you are my fortress, my defender, my refuge, very present help in trouble, oh, you're my refuge, God. But isn't that true, though, that God is our refuge? You know, and if you're walking with Christ, you know, you can count on that you can put your faith in that and you can put your trust in that that God is a refuge that he's a strength a very present help in trouble and that's actually what Psalms 46 says in the very first entrance of the the psalm it says God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble it goes on to say therefore we will not fear even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. You know, and the psalmist, when he was writing that, he was using words of grandeur. You know, he was looking at the scenery around him, or at least he was trying to convey a picture of the magnificence of God's goodness and grace, the magnificence um, of God's strength by comparing it to the strength of the earth, comparing it to the elements around him, but you know we can we can take that psalm, and uh, that was actually a psalm, by the way, that uh, you know a lot of scholars say was written uh, to towards Jerusalem's stability, and so um, you know being a, a time of war or a time of calamity, that there was uh, the people who were in covenant with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know they could count on God being a stability to them. Um, Whether it be economic troubles, political troubles, you know, whether it be troubles from famine or troubles from um, nature, uh, they could count on God. But the cool thing about this psalm uh, is uh, for the Christian, you know, we can take this psalm because we are in covenant with Jesus and uh, we can put our faith that God is a very present help in trouble and although this is talking about Jerusalem we can apply this to our life and uh, I want to kind of narrow it down a little bit although the psalmist you know when we read that he's using you know big descriptive words about chaotic elements and chaotic things going on you know it doesn't have to be a gigantic situation you know of great um, proportion that we're dealing with It could just be something small and it's an inconvenience to us. Or, you know, God isn't so big that He's not willing, you know, to bend over and just, you know, get down at eye level with us and say, Hey, you know, what's going on here? He's not that big that He's not willing uh, to, you know, come to our level. I mean, God is magnificent you know he's grand uh, but he's also in the details he's not far off and i think that's what the psalmist is getting at when he says god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble he says a very present help and uh you know i just kind of want to camp out there for a minute i just kind of feel on my heart that Uh, that's a good place to kind of just focus on a very present help. You know, uh, I had mentioned in the last podcast that uh, I really feel like 2022 is going to be a year, you know, where uh, there's going to be a great blessing that God is placing on families and a focus on families and uh, the church as a family. You know, we can, uh, we can look at um, per things with a specific perspective, right? We can see, you know, that uh, a church operates in many ways, right? A uh, church operates um, in a way where it serves the community. A church operates, you know, with leadership. A church operates... You know um, with structure and order but at the end of the day you know I believe really that God views the church you know as a family you know that we are his children and that he is our father and that Jesus is our big brother and what I'm getting at is that uh, because we are a family God is our refuge and strength that because we are his family And because we see ourselves as his family that he is a very present help in trouble and in verse 2 it says therefore we will not fear even though the earth be removed and 2022 i believe like i said there's going to be a great blessing on the family the church as a family but also you know the family unit itself the mother the father and the children but i also believe that there is going to be Um, with that blessing a great responsibility and there's going to be pushback the enemy anytime the enemy realizes that that God's people are being blessed it just makes him angry and he attacks and so I don't uh, you know I don't have any idea what those attacks will look like you know God hasn't you know, giving me any specific revelation on that, you know, we, we search him and we seek him and we seek wise counsel, you know, and God reveals to us, um, what he wants to reveal to us and what I feel, you know, um, what I feel I'm seeing in the upcoming near future for this year is that there's going to be, uh, like I said, a, a special blessing on families, um, and, that in the midst of you know all the darkness that's around us all the darkness that um and the chaos of the world as it grows you know and and as it the, the government's begun to be more shaky you know as society begins to get shaken up and as the patterns that we used to walk in you know begin to be broken That God is going to be that very present help in trouble, and I think that we should really be encouraged in that, friends. I think that we should really be focused on God in this season, knowing that He is our refuge and strength, and that um, that He is a good Father, and that if we'll allow Him to be that, you know, I was before I put I went to put my daughter to bed, and every night. Um, we've been reading stories, uh, little stories out in, in this little storybook of the Bible, and uh, I just made it my mission that, you know what, and this year I'm going to do my best every single night um, to read um, some kind of story out of the Bible with her, just a short story. It's, it, you know, I think it takes us about five minutes. But it's that time we get with one another to, you know, for me and her um, to grow in relationship, and for us to grow in relationship with God together, and to get in His Word together. But you know, um, we were reading this story about um, King David's son Solomon, and uh, it was it was such a simple point. But it, you know, it's King David's son Solomon. He went to um, God in prayer. And God asked him, you know, hey, you know, what do you want from me? Because, you know, Solomon had taken on the kingdom and uh, he was young and the guy didn't know what he was doing. And uh, God said, what do you what do you want from me? I'll give you any anything you want. Ask of me anything you want. Right. And uh, he asked for wisdom. And God said that he gave him wisdom to understand right and wrong. To understand right and wrong. And then blessed him, you know, with all the other stuff that he didn't ask for. And I believe that we are going to see, you know, many um, many families blessed who are just seeking the presence of the Father and who are seeking time with God and who are carving time out with God. And it's not that we have to do great things moves and gigantic leaps, but it's going to be that we're doing these tiny little steps to get in the presence of God and to seek God and to ask the right questions. And, um, that as the world gets more shaky, that God is going to bring, you know, more structure and more wisdom and more truth and more revelation and more blessing to his people Because there's the responsibility of us, you know, walking out as salt and light. And to steward that responsibility well, we're going to need wisdom. But the cool thing about all of this is at the end of the day, no matter where we're at, whether you're sitting here going, man, I don't have wisdom. I don't have any of that right now. Like, I'm trying to figure out just how to pay the bills. That's what's so powerful about this psalm that we're talking about tonight is that God is our refuge and strength that he's a very present help in trouble. And so on your best day or or your weakest day, God is still our refuge and strength. And it says, Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Verse 4 says, There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and she shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord. If we skip down to verse 10, because I want to make sure I have enough time here, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. You know, and as we're camping out here tonight, in the midst of God, as He's in our presence. You know, I just uh, want to put it out there just how grateful I am for God and what He's doing. You know, He's done so much uh, for my family. I've watched this last year Him do so much um, for so many people. I have, you know, uh, watched. For the last 10 years where I've really gotten my focus right with God and really just been in a community of people that are on mission with Jesus. I've watched so many people go from a place where their life is a wreck and in shambles um, to a place where they're thriving. I mean, I've seen couples that didn't believe they could have children have children. I've seen People who um, were looking, you know, to finally buy a home for the first time, be able to buy a home. But here's the kicker. The very people that I was watching, growing, uh, you know, with these blessings were people that put it in the hands of God. You know, the the family that we watched be able to buy a home. We were in neighborhood, something called Neighborhood Church with them where, you know, they literally... Uh, Wanted to use their home for ministry and, you know, to be able to have people sit at their dinner table and to be able to have um, conversations about God. And we would have um, neighborhood church there on Sundays. And uh, I watched God literally just overtake these people's lives because they were willing to just be in the presence of him and follow him and be on mission with him and allow him to be their refuge, to be their help. And it doesn't even, he doesn't need to be your help in a time of trouble either. It can be that he is your help in a time of trouble, right? But God wants to be with you in the good too. It's not like he wants us just to call on him, you know, when we're in the midst of our darkest hour. Of course, he wants you to call on him then. But he wants you to call on him when you're at the highest peak of the mountain. He just wants to walk with you wherever you're at. His blessing to rest on you wherever you're at. It was like the Ark of the Covenant when Obed-Edom allowed it on his property. He just allowed the Ark of the Covenant on his property. And what happened? If you go back and read that story, you will see that God's presence being in proximity to Obed-Edom caused everything to flourish so much so that when king david found about it found out about it he came running back to get the ark of the covenant back because he realized that god in his glory was showing up at obed edom's house and friends i'm going to keep going back to this but 2022 if you are willing to allow the presence of the Lord in all areas of your life, if you're willing to open up the closed doors that you have shut on Him, and I'm, and I'm talking to myself here too, if we are willing to open up the closed areas of our heart, if we're willing to open up the closed areas of our mind, and allow God to dwell, His Holy Spirit to dwell in those areas, if we will allow Him to take ground in those areas, the blessing of the Lord will follow. If we sincerely come to Him and repent of our sin and admit that we were wrong in these areas and just allow Him to be who He is, And just allow the Father to be the Father. He will be our refuge and strength. He will be a very present help in trouble. And I believe that 2022 will be the greatest year that you and I have experienced. Not because we were acting with um, out of our own flesh. Not because we were, you know, performing at peak performance. Perhaps God will have some of us performing at peak performance. That's great. That's a wonderful thing. But what I'm saying is God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He is a very present help. Well, We could just camp out right there. He is very present, right? We could camp out right there and add one more word. He is a very present help. But wherever we allow his presence, wherever we allow his help, his blessing will follow. And I want to make this a year where I'm not chasing after his blessing, but I'm chasing after him. I want to, I want to learn how to love God more. I want to learn how to fellowship with him more. I, I want God to invade the selfish areas of my life and knock those walls down the truth is friends you know i have trouble knocking down my own selfish walls and i need god to help me knock them down and you know one of the ways that he does that is through community you know and it's so it's so simple but it's so hard you know god calls us into community you know um to come together often i mean it's a command in the bible that we come together often um, and he says that as the as the days grow darker, that we need to come together more often. And I really believe that 2022, for those that are willing to get creative in the ways that they come together often, um, you know, it's going to be more opportunity for God's blessing and his presence to show up. Just like the, and it's going to be like the Ark of the Covenant. You know, God's presence showed up on Obed-Edom's property. He allowed it. He said, come on in, God. He said, "Let's let's kick it. Let's hang out. You know, and I and I know I say that jokingly. I say that with respect and with honor. You know, because um, at that time, shoot, if you touched the Ark of the Covenant, you know, you would die. And and so God had instructions about how to honor Him and how to treat Him. And so, you know, when I say let's kick it, God, you know, I say that with respect and honor. Um, you know, but um, but Jesus does want to hang out with you. He does want to spend time with you. You know, he wants us to get rid of the, our pious ideas and our pious words and, you know, our conflated ideas and, he, and, and to humble ourselves and just come to him as who we are. And again, that key word repent, you know, repent to turn from and just say, God, I'm turning from that. And uh, I need your help. I need your help to turn from that. But as you turn from that, you turn to him. You turn away from that sin to Him and you see His face and, and His face shines upon you and His face is radiant and glorious, you know, and with His presence comes um, beauty and comes life and life more abundantly. Um, you know, Matthew uh, 28. Actually, let's see. I, I, I want to go here, actually. Let's go to John uh, John 1. I think this is really good because we're talking about you know jesus's god's face being light but it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. I've seen other scriptures say the darkness could not uh, extinguish it. I've heard other um, versions say the darkness could not overcome it. I want to be in the light as you are in the light, God. May that be the prayer of this year. (laughs) But uh, there's something about that, right? When we allow the presence of God to come into our life, it illuminates. Um, it illuminates us. It illuminates the darkness around us because the darkness cannot overcome it. You know, and uh, I think that is part of what's going to happen in this year. Um, it's not that uh, it's not that God isn't blessing families every year, right? Because He is. It's not that God isn't um, already you know, blessing us. But I just believe that 2022 is a year where he's shining that light on the family. And he's, he's, he's extending that grace of the family into all areas of our culture where he's, it's, and it's, it's really going to be the families, you know, that are walking with God. I believe that are going to be the torchbearers because they're going to be carrying that light And of course, you know, and and it doesn't mean that you have to be a father or a mother. But what I'm saying is that we are adopted into the family of the church. We are adopted into God's families. Each one of us is part of that family. And that's why I'm saying that it's not just the family unit, but it's the church as a family where I believe God is. You know doing that paradigm shift where he's shifting our focus and he's showing us that hey the family uh, the church family and the family structure itself is like a filter going out into the culture and going out into the society and it's revealing the light of god it's revealing the grace of god it's revealing creation itself it's this beautiful echo of god's goodness And so you don't have to be a father or a mother. You could be a college student and be able to carry this uh, light of Jesus as as a family member in God's family, as a son and daughter. That's exciting. It's exciting to be a part of a family. It's exciting that we're no longer orphans. It's exciting that we have a father that takes responsibility for us. It's exciting to know that he's given us a path to walk on and that he's willing you know, to be a light to that path. And we might not see far out into the horizon. We might only be able to see up to our feet, right? We might uh, only be able to see up to our nose But that's where God comes in, right? And He's a very present help in time of trouble or time of need. Well, friends, uh, let's, you know, I want to pray with you tonight. And uh, just let that sink in. You know, let, let's just let that word sink in that we got tonight about God's goodness, and about His faithfulness, and about Him being a comforter. You know, Um You know, God, I just ask that you would just continue to reveal to us who you are as a father. I pray that you would continue to reveal to each one of us who we are as your children. And I pray, God, that you would give the church in 2022 a revelation of what it means to be a family. That for any of us that have wandered, you know, into the wrong areas of how we see ourselves or how we uh, look at the look at ourselves. God, would you, would you begin to change that lens and show us that we are sons and daughters and show us that Jesus is our big brother and that, Father, you are a good father. And I pray that we would be able to show the world what it means to be a family, that we would begin to reconstruct the fabric of our society, God, That, Lord, where the tears and the mends have been broken, where the fractures have occurred, God, would you be able to pour out your grace and your forgiveness and your healing? That many would repent and come to know you, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior. That we would begin to walk in authority in ways that you uh, called us to. That would we begin to walk as the the bride of, that you called the church to be. Lord, would we hear the echo of your Holy Spirit through our children? Would we hear the echo of your Holy Spirit through our, through our neighbors and through conversations, Lord, that we have with one another as we're trying to figure out you know, how to love each other? I pray that we would have boldness and courage as we do this. And if there's anyone here listening tonight, Lord, that doesn't know you, I pray that your Holy Spirit would begin to reveal who you, Jesus, are. And if you don't know who Jesus is and would like to know who he is, you can begin by saying this prayer, Jesus I ask for your forgiveness for my sins, for the things of my life that have gone against your will. I believe that you are who you say you are, the Son of God, that you were born of a virgin, that you died on a cross and rose three days from the grave, and you now sit at the right hand of the Father. And if you pray that prayer and you believe that, then you are a son or daughter of God. And you are welcomed into a family. (laughs) And that's good news. And that's exciting. Next step we need to be doing is praying that you get into church. Because you don't want to be out there doing it alone. We weren't called to do this alone. We were called to do this as a family. We were called to do this with one another. Yep, there were times where Jesus went up on the mountain alone. I hear that. Yes. He did go up on the He did go up to the, you know, to the garden alone, but he didn't stay there. He went back to the disciples. They ate together. They broke bread together. They fellowshiped together. So, yes, there's times that we do things alone. But the majority of the Christian life is not called to go be a hermit. The majority of the Christian life is called to go get out of your comfort zone and get around other people and do life amongst other people. And God just so happened to say, hey, I got a church, many, 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 many churches. And when we're following the Holy Spirit and we have good theology and we are in the Bible, uh, we begin to walk in fellowship with one another, even amongst the differences in our opinions God is so good he's so good and he has so much grace well friends um I I I really am looking forward uh to this year but a couple housekeeping notes you know I'm really chewing on that idea of doing a live show um if we do a live show It would be from 9 to 10 p.m. I would I think I'm just gonna do it for an hour because what I'm gonna be able to do is get a license for live music and um, I'll be able to um, play you know a few songs a night which would add extra time and uh, then you know if you don't listen to the live show unfortunately uh, I'll have to delete the songs however I can still upload the rest of the podcast onto, you know, Podbean and then other platforms. It just won't have the music on it. But I think I can make it work. I think if you're able to make it from nine to 10, you know, you'll be able to listen to that music. If you don't make it from nine to 10, I believe that even if I edit out the songs, it'll pretty much still go with the same flow that it is now. And you'll be able to do, like, like we were saying the other night, pick your own adventure book where you can stop the podcast, you know, and go to your favorite platform and listen to that song and then hop back in. Um, But I'd kind of like to get that music in there and see what that feels like, you know. So be praying for me on that, um, you know, seeing if we can take that step. It is an affordable option. I think that we can do it. I think that God willing, that might be a fun alternative. And who knows, maybe there's some other way. I'm not seeing this, that God will open up a door. So, hey, let's be praying for wisdom on that, right? With God, give us wisdom on what direction to go with this podcast. Well, friends, I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, again, you can listen to the up, um, podcast on bravingthenight.com, all major platforms, and we will be uh, airing every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, we have switched to Saturday nights. Um, still the same time, though, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, friends. As always, till next time.